Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 14th of February, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, Microsoft is enabling a Microsoft Defender attack surface reduction security rule by default to block hackers' attempts to steal Windows credentials from the LSAS process. Commonly, when threat actors compromise a network, they attempt to spread laterally to other devices by stealing credentials or using exploits, with one of the most common methods to steal Windows credentials, gaining admin privileges on a compromised device, and then dumping the memory of the local security authority server service or LSAS process running in Windows. This memory dump then contains NTLM hashes of Windows credentials of users who had logged into the computer that can be brute-forced for clear text passwords or used in a pass-the-hash-style attack to log into other devices in the context of that user. Threat actors often use the popular Mimikatz program to dump NTLM hashes from LSAS. While Microsoft Defender does block programs like Mimikatz, an LSAS memory dump can still be transferred to a remote device to dump credentials without fear of being blocked. To prevent actors from abusing LSAS memory dumps, Microsoft has introduced security features which prevent access to the LSAS process. One of these security features is Credential Guard, which isolates the LSAS process in a virtualized container which prevents other processes from accessing it altogether. However, this feature can lead to conflicts with drivers or applications, causing some organizations not to enable it by default. As a way to mitigate Windows credential theft without causing the conflicts introduced by Credential Guard, Microsoft will soon be enabling a Microsoft Defender Attack Surface Reduction, or ASR, rule by default. The rule, named Block Credential Stealing from the Windows Local Security Authority Subsystem, prevents processes from opening the LSAS process and dumping its memory, even if it has administrative privileges. Attack surface reduction rules tend to introduce false positives and a lot more noise in event logs. Therefore, Microsoft have previously not enabled this security feature by default. However, Microsoft has recently begun to choose security at the expense of convenience by removing common features used by admins and Windows users which increase the attack surface. For example, Microsoft recently announced that they would prevent VBA macros in downloaded Office documents from being enabled within Office applications in April, killing off a popular distribution method for malware. We also recently learned that Microsoft had begun the depreciation of the WMIC tool, which threat actors commonly use to install malware and run commands. Microsoft have been reached out to to learn more about when this rule will be enabled by default, but at the time of recording have not replied. Cybersecurity researchers have unpacked a nascent Golang-based botnet known as Kraken, which is under active development and features an array of backdoor capabilities to siphon sensitive information from compromised Windows hosts. Kraken already features the ability to download and execute secondary payloads, run shell commands, and take screenshots of the victim system, according to the initial report issued by Intel firm ZeroFox. Discovered first in October 2021, early variants of Kraken have been found to be based on source code uploaded to GitHub, although it's unclear if this repository belongs to the malware's operators or they simply chose to start their development using this code as a foundation. This Kraken botnet, not to be confused with a 2008 botnet of the same name, is perpetuated using Smokeloader, which chiefly acts as a loader for next-stage malware, allowing it to quickly scale in size and expand its network. Kraken's features are said to be consistently evolving, with its authors fiddling with new components and altering existing features. Current iterations of this botnet come with functions to maintain persistence, download files, run shell commands, and steal from different cryptocurrency wallets. Also consistently downloaded and executed on the machine is Redline Stealer, 
which is used to harvest save credentials, auto-complete data, and credit card information from web browsers. Interestingly, both of these strains of malware were both recently seen as the most prevalent delivered by the private loader, Commodity Trojan. What's more, the botnet comes with an administration panel which enables the threat actor to upload new payloads, interact with a specific number of bots, and view command history and information about the victims. Over time, Kraken has also emerged as a conduit for the development of other generic information stealers and cryptocurrency miners, netting the botnet operators around $3,000 every month. It's currently unknown what the operator intends to do with the stolen credentials which have been collected, or what the end goal is for creating this new botnet. To quote the findings of the report. Security researchers have warned that they have observed an uptick in attackers compromising Microsoft Teams accounts to slip into chats and spread malicious executables to participants in the conversation. More than 270 million users are relying on Microsoft Teams every month, many of them trusting the platform implicitly, despite the absence of protections against malicious files. According to the report penned by researchers at Avenon, a checkpoint company which secures cloud email and collaboration platforms, found that the hackers started to drop malicious executable files in conversations in Teams communications. These attacks started in January and featured a threat actor inserting in a chat an executable file called user-centric to trick any user into running it. Once executed, this malware writes data into the system registry and installs link libraries and establishes persistence on a Windows machine. The direct method used to gain access to Teams accounts associated with this attack remains unclear, but some possibilities include stealing credentials for email or Microsoft 365 via phishing or compromising a partner organization. Analysis of the malware being distributed this way shows the Trojan can establish persistence through Windows registry run keys or by creating an entry in the startup folder. It also collects detailed information about the operating system and the hardware it runs on, along with the security state of the machine based on the OS version and patches installed. Although this attack is quite simple on its face, it may also prove to be very efficient because many users trust files received over Teams. The report outlines analyzed data from hospitals which use Teams and found that doctors increasingly use the platform to share medical information in an unrestricted manner. While individuals are typically suspicious of information received over email, partly due to email phishing awareness training, they exhibit no caution with files received over Teams. Moreover, Teams provides guest and external access capabilities which allow collaboration with people outside the company, with the report stating that these invitations are usually met by minimal oversight. The researchers go on to say that the issue is aggravated by the fact that default Teams protections are lacking and scanning for malicious links and files is limited, and many email security solutions do not currently offer robust protection for Teams. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.